I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm Ben Carter. I run Hip Hop by the Numbers on Twitter. I use hip hop statistics to highlight the bigger picture. And I am director of the Fifth Element, what highlight Fifth Hip Hop with knowledge. Welcome to Digging in Digits, but only if those digits are before 2000. Recency bias. We're learning some stuff, <laughs> aren't we? We're learning some stuff in this oh, series. Oh yeah, we're we're learning we a lot about your people, man. <laughs> a whole yeah. damn lot. A whole damn lot. This is this is this is eye opening. If if last week was just like a, a like a, a shock to the system, this one this one is conclusive evidence. <laughs> Con fucking conclusive. Jesus Christ. Oh my days. It's gonna be a bloodbath mm. once again. Once again, back with the blood buff. <laughs> All right. So, before we get into that, hi Ben, how's your week been, and what have you been listening to this week? Uh week has been pretty good actually. Had a great day yesterday, and good to I listened to I listened to a lot. So I I seen what you've been saying in the the group chat about Royce's album, which I don't no, know we'll surprised we'll me. We'll so there. I'm going to talk about it first because it was my favorite album of the week. Uh, I did not have high expectations for this album. I've been on this podcast saying I'm not the most devout Royce fan. And whilst I can respect and acknowledge his immense technical ability, mm-hmm. and I genuinely think he's just as good as Eminem was back in the day. Like, I, I think uh, he's just as talented, just as capable of humor, just as capable of crafting a catchy song. He just wasn't afforded the same luxuries, and hence... His career has really stopped started over the last 20 years. But the allegory, Royce produced every song on here. 20 of them he produced alone with no co-production. And that's his first ever production credit. Didn't come till 2020 on Eminem's album. A bit more background. Royce has three kids and he quit drinking eight years ago after he had succumbed to alcoholism. And honestly, since then, his career has hit a massive second win. Like Bad Meets Evil with Eminem in 2011. That was like his commercial peak. Then he linked up with Premiere for uh, Prime. Uh, yep. He dropped Layers, Book of Ryan. Like, yep. you know, some yep. great, great, great was... stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- the stage for the allegory was set, set well in advance. But I would never have predict- predicted he would drop his magnus opus in 2020 and i just think i i know i'm interested to hear what charlie says about this but i just felt i got this feeling it's as grand in scope as any of the classic storytelling records dropped in the last 15 years like look i'm not saying it's as good as these albums i just got the same feeling to pimp a butterfly good kid mad city american gangster my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i the the thing that it lacks this album is the production polish. I just he's a rookie basically behind the boards, and that's not a slight on him. You know, he's only just started producing, and I think that the production just wasn't fully fleshed out. The concepts were great, but the execution was about seventy percent of the way there. But his lyrical content on this album was just mind-boggling. I analyzed it for a tweet the other day, and it took me like eight hours and about five listens. 
to go through. There's like six themes running concurrently through the album. Socially conscious, punchlines, narratives. Uh, he drops like knowledge and lessons, name drops, brand drops. And in the end, the allegory is a letter, which or I think it's like an encyclopedia entry basically to his own children. Because the skits where the father is teaching the child the way of the world link up with the final track, My Hero, in which Royce eloquently apologizes to his father and praises him to kind of hammer the point of the allegory home. And the allegory, an allegory is a story within a story, and one of those stories is hidden. And I think the overt message is a story of racism, oppression, and the temptation of capitalism, and how the privileged kind of prey on the artistic, which is similar to what Pippa Butterfly was talking about, but I think Royce takes in a little bit of a different direction. Um, I just, I really love this album. I, I, I was so surprised. I think if the production was better, it'd be a 10 out of 10. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it holds up on repeat listens. But fucking hell, I, I just thought this was just... If you haven't checked in with Royce in a long time, this is his best project by such a margin for me. I was gobsmacked. I was sending Charlie voice messages. I was just like, oh my God, this is just insanity. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. I knew he was going to drop something great, but I didn't know it was going to be that great. Um, I got to Grimes, Miss Anthropocene. Anthropocene? I don't know how to pronounce that word. Uh, I've always adored Grimes. I think she's one of the most creative and inventive artists. In She kind of sits in that space just below commercial pop in the pop genre. And she is the modern-day Kate Bush for me. And I wouldn't have felt comfortable saying that until this record. But, yeah, that this album really hammered that comparison home. I was a little bit concerned by the opening track, which is amazing. But it just felt like another album where the artist was trying to catch the live performance sound. But after that, uh, she just took it in so many different directions. And she moves through each song. Uh, it's just so weird because it's like... The, the instrumentals are so different and like the third song she just pulls out like it's very very dense electronica and then the third song she just pulls out an acoustic guitar but her vocals are the ones that that kind of links the whole album it's like everything just branches off from that and even though her vocals aren't that commanding or even demanding of your attention she's always there linking each song so it never feels chaotic it just feels like her energy is just jumping from plane to plane to plane and she just drags us along with her. So again, I was expecting a lot from Grimes and she totally delivered. I love that album. That was my second favorite of the week. Uh, Against All Logic, 2017 to 2019. I won't speak about it too long. It's uh, the not-so-secret secret alias of producer Nicholas Jar, uh, who's a composer from Chile. I was a bit disappointed by this album. It didn't really compare to his 2012 to 2017 record, which I felt was a seamless kind of movement of different sounds and textures. This record just felt like a series of EPs cobbled together, which is a bit like that Burial album I reviewed here last year. It's not a bad album, but I feel like he's better than this. I felt like he could have done better. Uh, Duke Juice, Memphis Massacre 2. Um, I found Duke Juice via that uh, quality control project last year, which had about 40 tracks and about three of them were good. But um, he had one song called Grabber, which was really fire. Uh, there's nothing of that level on this project because none, none of the producers are as skilled as Tay Keith. Uh, he, he really lucked out with Tay Keith production on that song. 
But honestly, this guy has, uh, he actually has a lot of charisma and personality. The joint with Lil Jon, Juicy J, and Project Pat is a massive sleeper. It's one of the best tracks I've heard this year. It's called Crunk Ain't Dead. But, you know, Crunk is kind yeah, of dead. Just, but yeah. it was really cool to hear. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's really, it was really cool to hear. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool to hear um, Lil Jon in 2020. Still just doing the same thing. You've got to respect that. So, uh, and Little Yachty sounds great on this album. Little Yachty did a try. I love these two together. I'd love a collab album between those two. So that was decent. Youngboy NBA, still flex, still flexing, still stepping. I actually thought this was a huge step down from AI Youngboy 2, which came out in October last year and actually went number one as a mixtape. This one just did not feel as cohesive and focused as he did on that album. And honestly, the game is now so populated with artists who are just doing the exact same thing as Youngboy, and they're exercising a lot more quality control. Moneybag Yo is a great example of that. This is not a Brad project, but I just didn't get dragged into it the same way I did with some of his previous work. So it wasn't, it wasn't, it was a middling release. Finally, Doop Kane, Bad Kid from the Four. I tweeted, I tweeted out the night that this came out uh, that the definition of mumble rap is Doop Kane. And he freaking replied to me, and I felt like a total douchebag. I was like, oh, he's shit, man. I fucked. I should never have done that. It was only on my personal account, but I still felt bad. But I didn't mean it in a negative way, because there's so many negative negative connotations to mumble rap. So yeah, I deleted that tweet. I didn't even apologize. I should have apologized. I feel embarrassed. <laughs> it was just like, I'm just going to delete the tweet and exit this conversation. I'm not... I know. It was really unfair of me. I'm not saying this is a bad record, but it's offbeat the whole way through, and it's definitely a piece of music you really have to kind of be ready to take on. And last night, actually, when I was listening to it, I was I'd just taken Valium, which is prescribed, by the way. I'm not abusing benzos, and you should never abuse benzos. But I was not in a duop cane headspace. It's like I was not ready for that. So. Don't let that deter you. He's pretty He's pretty commanding on the microphone and he has a unique delivery. So if you have some time, give it a spin, but it was my least favorite album of the week. So what about yeah, yourself, Charlie? Expert tiptoeing right there. We know what's going on. But anyway, uh, we see we see beneath your lights. Hmm. But anyway, uh, so I'll go into four. Uh, shout out to the Chalk Gang. Uh, Sleepy Fish, Beneath Your Waves. Uh, I, f- I forget whether it's an album or an EP. I forget which, but it's probably an EP. Um, about half an hour of just, uh, well, as you can imagine, by the album cover if you've seen it, and the name Sleepy Fish, and the name of the project Beneath Your Waves, is water-based. <laughs> it's, uh, it's very, uh, like, like most Chihuahua projects, it's very wavy, just very, obviously, chilled, and, uh, you know, that kind, that kind of vibe. So, uh, you know, it's, it's great. If you want to slap something on the background, just, like, you know, do your work and stuff like that. It's real, it's real wavy, real enjoyable. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, Kamaya got it made. Four years we've been waiting for this new Kamaya. Damn. Yeah, man, how was so that? I didn't, I didn't she's check it out. Uh, she's got a vibe, man. Like, yeah? if, we, if, if, when people like, when people like, uh, not, I'm not comparing Megan Stanley to Kamaya, just by the way, this is just a, um, walk with me here. When people like, you know, compare like Megan Stanley to like someone like, um, I don't know, um, uh, f- fuck, what's the boss man's name? Uh, uh, Free Six Mafia, um, uh, Jeezy. Jeezy? Is it Jeezy? Juicy, Juicy J? Juicy J, Juicy J. I keep okay. I keep getting mixed up between the two. Juicy yeah, J, yeah. So. When people like compare her to like Juicy J and stuff like that, and I'm and I'm like I can see that. Yeah, she's like she's like she's in that she's in that echelon. Um, I see Kamaya as just like 
like and two shorts in this funny which is great i was just waiting for a two short uh mention here but uh yeah uh she's 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 got that too short fucking vibe, man. She's really? Like, she's pimping. She's, she's on that vibe, man. The bounce on this. The open really? bounce. Oh, oh, i got to pick oh, this. Mm, the West Coastisms on here. Nice. Just absolutely beautiful. I've been, I've missed this kind of thing. And I've, uh, we, we've had this conversation off wax where I'm just like, I'm seeing a lot of West Coast artists do trap. And I'm just like, I want to see West Coast artists do some West Coast music. And Kamaya's one of those. She's you know 10 toes down in oakland and it just sounds like a fucking oakland track you know your two shorts all of that like it just it sounds like that and it's just bang it's just banging it's just banging um lyrically lyrically i'd say you know not the not like you know super dense or anything but uh you know just just as a just as a sound as a just a whole uh you know just like a portrait being painted it's it's g it's g it's g i love it it's g i love it shout out to kamaya um Nappy High, Weekdays, uh, Days spelling a D-A-Z-E. Uh, this is probably my favourite project of the week, um, simply off just how, again, <laughs> I'm not going to want to ride the West Coast way, but yeah, super fucking West Coast, but also like Vice City, like 80s Miami kind of, you know, neon lights kind of vibe here as well. I'm, I'm, I just really enjoyed it. I just super enjoyed it. And the features on here, and just to say, uh, uh, Nappy High is a member of Blue Note. Uh, were, I think it's a duo. I think he raps on here. Uh, just, a, just, I, 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 it's the first time I've heard of um, Nappy High, so that's probably that's why I'm sounding so uh, potentially negligent on this front. But uh, yeah, like currencies on here, meds on here. Site so Ari the Kid, who I'm, who's not going to be mentioned, who's been mentioned a few times in the past couple of weeks, and he's going to get mentioned again soon. Uh, he's on here. Blue's on here twice. Blue and Mick Jenkins are on a track at the same time. Oh, I love it. Here for that. Need more of that. Uh, Elzai is on here as well. And yeah, it's just like the, 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 the features are clean. The beats slap. It's absolutely crazy. Um, so shout out to Nappy Eye. That is an amazing freaking project. And yes, Allegory. So. I don't know, right? Because uh, you you saw what I said on you saw what I said on the group chat, but um, I guess my I guess putting it simply, like while I obviously, if you guys you know listened in the past, you know nearly a year now that we've had this show on for and listened to my other pods or whatever, or just read anything, you know you know I rate this kind of stuff, you know, just the you know, the lessons, the knowledge, all that stuff and dropping dimes, all that kind of stuff. I rate that. Like, you know, an artist the point of an artist in the words of Nina Simone who was her birthday a few a few days ago, so happy blade on that is to the point of an artist or the job of an artist is to reflect the times and, you know, Royce does a lot of that of like, you know, being in his looking in his view and uh, just trying to like say what he's seeing in terms of like being a father in terms of like seeing how um in terms of like you know pan-africanism and stuff like that uh ben did not mention the anti-vax bars which um no, i think everybody terrible. has i think everybody has to has <laughs> i feel like everybody has a legal obligation to mention them and just like go don't want to have that conversation you with you what? right now but um, not to cut you yeah. off but like i got lit up a little bit on twitter where i someone you know a few people mentioned them and so i said i yeah. didn't count them in these statistics because they're not knowledge they're not socially like they're just damaging <laughs> ignorant bars and then people yeah. fucking lit me up one person even said oh his son got autism so he deserves to speak on it and i'm just like have you not done any research like literally just fucking google it and do some research 
I just want to put this out here. If you're out there and you think that vaccinations can cause neurological disorders, they cannot. Scientists and researchers have never proven any causal link between vaccinations and autism or any of those illnesses. So please, can we just stop with this anti-vax bullshit? It's just not real. It doesn't exist. It's some idiot brought it up in like 01 and he said it. He was a researcher and he said it to promote a vaccine that he'd created and he said that a certain vaccine caused autism. Everyone has just eviscerated his entire argument. It doesn't exist. So please, I'm sorry. It doesn't exist. And vaccinations don't give you autism. Anyway, sorry. I just wanted to put that in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was not. Honestly, I wasn't equipped to have that conversation. And uh, so, yeah, I guess the fact that you know what you're talking about is fine by me. Uh, and yeah, so, you know, apart from that, and, you know, obviously there's a bit of, um, what, what did, uh, shout the sign, he said, uh, Hotep, <laughs> uncle, conspiracy theory kind of bars, and I'm like, yeah, in a way, but some, but some of those, um, hit me, um, personally, um, you know, there was a, the, the skits on here are amazing, by the way, I love yeah. the skits on here, um, as you, I, I agree with you on the production side. Um, the production was completely just, um, just it just went over my head. To be honest, it, it didn't really catch quite, me in any 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 particular way. Which I guess in some way is good because I listened to the lyrics much more intently because the the sounds to me were just like going, okay, that's a beat, <laughs> and yeah. that's pretty much all it is. So you know, I kind of just focused more on the lyrics on that side, which is I guess in a way a good thing. But yeah, that's the only you know, definite critique I can give it. Um, the production was just a bit lacking for me personally. But, yeah, lyrically, you know, obviously a bit of conversation, a bit of a controversial um, bars on there. But, um, you know, overall, I think it's cool. You know, subjectively, I didn't, I'm not going to plant the, you know, album of the year flag that some people have been planting. Uh, and, you know, if someone does that, then, you know, I'm kind of, I'm fine with it. You know, especially so far. I mean, there's, um, I've, I don't want to do my list now, but it's, it's, but it'll probably be top five right now. Yeah, it's, a bit, um, it's a bit lean so. Yeah, but yeah, but even with, even with that said, you know, um, if objectively, if someone says at the year's end that this is my album of the year, I'm like, okay, sure. But personally, for me, it probably, I don't know if I'll make the list. It'll probably be on the long list for sure. Um, and if anywhere any further than that, probably not. But we shall see on that front. We, that's obviously way down the line. But shout out to Royce, you know, shout and, out to, and just um, to say, no, go go what, go. Sorry, go go. No, I was just, I was I was going to say like um this this gives me a lot of more appreciation for actually for Book of Ryan to be honest because um I don't think I appreciate that much as much as I should have uh, but listening to this and then like thinking about that like the personal personal you know in inward elements in Book of Ryan is just damn just it just hit, it just hit it just hit different um so yeah shout, shout, shout to royce and all of that and uh you know layers was great as well and uh, all of that I'd, yeah royce is clean royce is clean royce can't miss to be honest shout out to eminem for dropping his best verse in the last like 15 years on i know game. right like what I, the fuck i know I was like, it just came <laughs> it came out of nowhere and i was like, uh, like oh. this is so weird i'm like this is fucking Bruv's great some game yeah oh, it was amazing come on I, em I, I need thought, a TED talk, bruv. I thought that That's was amazing. That's a TED talk worthy. I thought that yeah, was man. really amazing. I was so it just hit me yeah. out of out of left field. I was like, I did not yeah. anticipate. I don't know when he recorded that. I don't know when that's. Yeah. I don't know what it's from. I hope it's yeah. recent. I really hope it's recent. Yeah, that's a fucking. I'd you know what I'd appreciate if that was in two thousand. Imagine if he had that thought in two thousand. I'd be like, 
Like the further the further back that little tidbit is from, I don't know where it's from, how long back it is, but the further back, the more I'm gonna respect him. And to be honest, because that's just a that's a word right there, man. He he spit some game. He yeah, spit some game that on that and some real real life shit. But anyway, that was great. Yeah, we shall get into the topic, which is part two of our two point four K series, which I'm strongly considering renaming the recency bias series because Jesus Christ, guys, you guys have some recency bias on this shit. Mm. Oh my days, it's crazy. So, uh, what are we getting into this episode, Ben? Right, Give us the this, tea. This episode, we're going to get into the most underrated rappers of all time, the most overrated the most consistent, and we'll throw in the best year at the end as well, which is very exciting. It's very exciting when you think about it. Um, yeah, two, episodes yeah, in, two episodes in, um, we're doing the worst to lo- worst for last every time. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Well, we'll get there, won't we? We'll get... That's just, that's, okay. I'll say what I said, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, do you want me to jump in? Do you want me to jump yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, start, go for wherever you with, go for. We'll start with underrated. So... Okay. So I didn't say this last time on the pod. Um, I'll introduce it this time. But when I when we started this series, I had no idea what the response was going to be from the followers. I did not know, and I don't think I really got into it last week, or maybe a little bit. But oh my gosh, like the response has been not overwhelmingly negative, but it's been pretty negative. I've <laughs> I've you know it's been. And I, I'm, I'm confused by it a lot of the time. Like, with the underrated is a great example. You know, I didn't think... Obviously, there's a recency bias. We accept that. But even yeah. with the recency bias, I didn't think this was that bad of a list. But I still got dragged for it. Like, <laughs> people were saying things like... And I'm not blowing you up. Everyone has different ideas of what underrated is. But people were saying yeah. things like, how could Denzel and Jid be underrated when they have, you know, Denzel's got 6 million monthly Spotify listeners, blah, blah, blah. But then that same mm. person would say Lupe Fiasco is the most underrated. And they would say it with confidence. And I'm like, he's got like three number one albums. I, I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. Like, are you yeah. saying that because this person is known? And then someone said to me, and they were actually, I'm going to, you know, they were a little bit aggressive. They said, how can, it, just being on this list means you're not underrated. And I said, no. Because if you're not on this list, if no one voted for you, you're not rated at all. You can't be underrated or overrated if you don't have a rating. Like, it's just basic. Yeah. You have to be in the collective conscious somewhere. Otherwise, you're not on the list. So I thought this was okay, this list. I'll go. I'll run through it now. Denzel Curry came first. Jid came second. Lupe Fiasco third. Joey Badass fourth. Royce was fifth. Earl was sixth. MF Doom 7th, 8th was a three-way tie between Pusha T, Sabah, and Isaiah Rashad. 11th, because we skipped two, was Big Crit. Freddie Gibbs was 12th. 13th tie was Big Sean and Black Thought. And 15th was JPEG Mafia. And the splits mm-hmm. are the, 2010, the 2010s had 59.4% of the votes. Two Artists from the 2000s was 209 Artists from the ninety, uh, yeah, the nineties was nineteen point one, and the eighties was zero point six. So, what are your thoughts on that, Charlie? Well, on your initial thoughts and just, I guess, overall thoughts and how people responded to this, I think uh, you're, you're, you're. They're not aiming at you. I would just like to say, like, I don't think they're no, aiming no, at I you specifically. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm the one who I has think, to speak think... for everyone. Yeah. Well, even in, even with that said, I don't. I don't honestly. I don't. In this case, like, I know you 
you know, pride yourself on being responsive to people and stuff like that. Bro, for lists, for this kind of shit, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. Man, like, tr- trust me, I've seen it. many, I've seen many a basketball argument on Twitter or Instagram. The, pe- the, the people that post it don't respond because there's fucking no point, bro. Mm. Everyone's going to be pissed or something. Yeah. It don't fucking matter, all right? Don't, don't even, don't even bother. Like, in, that, in this case, that's yeah. just some advice. If you go, if you go and respi- respond, I don't know, I understand. But yeah, in this case, if I was you, don't bother responding because people are just pissed all, all the way. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. <sighs> there's just a lot to. I think well, my about, main. What's, I your, think... what's your definition of underrated first? Like what? Uh, yeah, that's you that's know, the wh- thing because like if I'm wh- the way I think about underrated, and you're gonna ask who do I think is gonna who who do I think is underrated? For I'll just say straight up for me personally. Um, I think someone like Master Ace is underrated, right? Um, and also someone in a more recent uh, claim is uh, probably like someone like Mick Jenkins, who is on the list somewhere. Uh, oh, there he is, one point one percent, twenty nine votes. Yeah, so I think those kind of uh, those two are underrated. But in the, in in this case of this conversation and just the overall concept of being underrated, like you know, someone like Scarface is on here and. I generally think he's underrated because, but in that case, oh, there's sure. obviously a time aspect to it. You know what I mean? I can name like, you know, jazz artists from the twenties who are technically underrated because you know, nobody fucking talks about him. But, uh, but is that how we're going to class stuff? If, if, if we're talking about someone, then if that's the case, I would like to throw in someone like XV in there. You know what I mean? Because if if that yeah. that's how, if that's how people will go for it, or someone like Khan, for example, who I actually did vote for, I think in this case. Um, but yeah, uh, I I don't consider I don't I don't personally consider Denzel, Jids, Joey, Earl, Doom, uh, Push, Saba, actually. Mm, yeah, I think so. I, I think I'll stop it. I'll stop. I'll stop. I, don't, I won't say Saba. I don't think I think he's actually underrated. But um, yeah, the names I did say before Saba, I think I don't think they're underrated in my definition of what underrated is. I think Denzel's OP, and people always talk about Denzel when he drops. People always talk about Jid. People always talk about Lupe, Badass, Earl, and Doom when they drop, and Pusha T when he drops. I think uh, people talk about Big Sean when he drops. Uh, I think Black for while I think he's been underrated in his overall career for definite. People are starting to think people are starting to see the fact that he's uh, under underrated uh, has been underrated. But now that people keep saying it, you know, is there a is there a cutoff point for when like is there are you underrated if people keep saying you're underrated? You know, what I mean, if enough people say yeah. it, you know, what I mean, so obviously there's a cutoff point there, and that's where the friction comes in. But yeah, um, I don't think. I think for most of this list, uh, especially in the top 15, I don't think some of these are in my definition of underrated. Um, maybe I would say, like, they should be, you know, more considered, but I don't think that's the same as underrated, you know what I mean? If people if people are, like, doing top fives right now, I'm putting Den- I might put Denzel in there for sure, you know? We, we had the conversation, uh, like, you know, briefly about, like, how Earl was probably like the mm. one of the best 20 uh, best decades of mo- of most people you know and just in general was a lyricist he's op but yeah um i think the obviously everyone's definitions is very can can vary a lot in this case um 
but yeah, um, that's that's pretty that's pretty much where I've got it from. Yeah, with the, with regard to how I feel about underrated, like going over this list, honestly, my view is that people voted for artists that they really like, but don't think get the uh commercial success that they think they deserve i think a lot of people just define rated by commercial success these days a lot of people were critical of jid being on the list and saying you know jid actually gets a lot of mainstream love he really doesn't like i forget what i looked up but he's um jid discography but i don't think he's had a top 10 album and i don't think he's had a hot 100 single yeah his highest dicaprio 2 chart of 41 He's never had, oh, he's had two Hot 100, no, he hasn't had a Hot 100 single alone. So we all know Jid, we all know Denzel, we know these artists, but I think this list is definitely artists who people think are really amazing, but just do not get the mainstream love that they deserve. I thought it was going to be more overhated, where like Big Sean came in 13th, and I think that's an overhated yeah. thing. Yeah, that's definitely I don't a, think yeah. he, he, yeah, you can't say Big Sean's underrated. I mean, he's I think he's like in this the 60 million RIA certifications yeah, and yeah, his albums Yeah, I mean his albums are reviewed okay. They're not brilliant, but uh yeah, with regard to this if we're just not worried about recency bias then I don't I'm not mad at this list at all. That's the reason why I put this list up first out of these was because the the criticisms were a little bit hard to take as a you know creator you're right like i haven't been replying to comments on twitter except for when people ask where certain artists placed and i'll you know go in and find out the votes but i was kind of doing a thing where i would put one up that i didn't think would be very inflammatory followed by one that i thought was going to get torn to shreds but that just went out the window because they tear everything to shreds it doesn't matter what i put up anymore everything is getting <laughs> torn to shreds so I think uh, is a lot of different layers to this list, but you know, firstly, Styles P's got to be on here somewhere, man. That guy just keeps dropping quality product. But I, I don't know, man. I'm not mad at anyone on this list. Like, where, where did Eminem come? He probably got a <laughs> fucking shout out. I mean, Little Wayne. I'm not even mad at Little Wayne being in the top thirty. Uh, where's Eminem? Maybe Eminem didn't even get. I him. am. Come on, he... bro. What do you mean? Nah. Because he's top five, and people don't people aren't ready for that conversation. He's fucking <laughs> nah, top five. Nah, nah. There's a lot of you that think that. There's a lot of you. There's a uh, there's a good Eminem, following. There's a good following. This this full list is not bad at all. Eminem came in like the thirty forties. This full list is not bad. Danny Brown, Vince Staples, Mac Miller, Wale. Abs- Wale's a, a good gra- shout. Actually, I think personally, I think Wale's a good shout. I agree. And then, and then see, that's why it's so difficult to have a list like this because you say, well, Wale's got, like, a number one album and et cetera, et cetera. It's like, yeah, I know, but, like, he's not respected as well as he should be. Jenkins is in here, The Game. I totally agree with The Game. I think he's one of the most underrated rappers in The Game, The Game. He can spit. People don't give him the credit because he does stupid shit off the mic. He's just an idiot sometimes. Shout out to Honest Day Hip Hop that constantly roasts him. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> Oh, I'll go check that out because that Aesop Rock is in here, Rhapsody, J Rock in the top thirty. Yes, definitely. Gambino, Joe Biden, uh Prodigy, YBN Corday, eh, nah, he's pretty well rated. Big Pun, right. yes. IDK, yes. Joiner Lucas, yeah, I don't personally like, like him. A, like but... I said, there's also a time thing in here, like, you know, 
big pun. I mean, I had I had that conversation with you previously. Like when I, I maybe you told me like the first time you listened to Capital Punishment, I was like, listen to Capital Punishment. Yeah, you came mind. back to me like a couple of days ago. Fucking hell, bro, this is sick. I'm like, told you, bro. Yeah, I told you. I told you. So like, you know, there is there. Yeah. Like I said, there is a genuine. You know, this is this is recency bias in a uh, in a way that I can have a conversation about it because you know in how we rate and how we you know, uh, give the give the word underrated and overrated in these in these specific cases. Um, the recency bias comes in in a interesting way. Um, you know, do you, what what do you guys know yeah. about Diggable Planets? <laughs> like, what what yeah. do you guys know about Jungle Effects. Brothers or, uh, or you know, uh, 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 fucking Debrat? You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, or even little Kim, like like you could even make a case for that because it's like, but it's but it's like, but it's like little. You're getting away from my Kim point, does... but yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, you're right though. You're right. Like it's like those that yeah, but I mean, aren't they like the definition of under? Uh, I don't know. It gets it gets very meta, doesn't it? It gets very um, it gets very deep when you're thinking about that, especially when you go back and you look in the '90s. Yeah, but I mean. Taking the recency bias into account, I'm not mad at this list at all. I think this is probably, apart from when we get to the best rapper list, which I think is probably the most rational of all of them, I think this is one of the most rational. So shout out to the voters for that. Congratulations. Do you have anything else to say on that? <laughs> congratulations. Well I'm not done. giving roses out for um, this shit, bro. Sorry. <laughs> you can. I'm congratulating, more. man. They're my followers. I love my followers. You guys are legends. <laughs> Thank you. Kiss ass. Uh, We'll move on to most overrated. Yes. Uh, according to, tw- I always love putting according to Twitter. I'm like, it's not me, guys. <laughs> just it's according to Twitter. According okay. to y'all. So, so I'll read them out. So Drake's number one with a huge. He's got a, over a quarter of the End votes. There. Next 25. list. Five point eight percent. No. <laughs> well, we have to go number two because it's Eminem. Ten point five percent, which is another huge amount. If we go back to the underrated. The highest was Denzel, 3.6% of the votes. Eminem at number two has 10.5%. That's crazy. Um, J. Cole, uh, three. Four is Future. Five is Travis Scott. Six is Kanye West. Seven is Tupac. I'll talk about that. Eight is Lil Wayne. Nine is Logic. Ten is No One. People, a lot of people said that they didn't want to do an overrated, and I respect that. I understand that. Eleven is Young Thug. Twelve is Migos. Thirteen is Big Sean. <laughs> It's the exact well, same position he appeared. The exact same position he appeared on underrated. He gets one point seven percent there and one point five percent on underrated. So that's a weird, yeah, it's a weird artist. Thirteen was also Kendrick, and thirteen was also Fifty Cent, and then sixteen because I just wanted to add another one in there was Chance the Rapper at one point five percent. Your thoughts on this one, Charlie? Uh, uh, Drake is correct. That's all I have. I'm joking. I don't, I'm, I'm, be, I'm being rude. Um, <laughs> Poor Drake. Poor Drizzy. I mean, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool with some of this. I think it's interesting. Um, uh, I, I think, I think it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Tupac, and you mentioned that. That's uh, you were going to talk about that, and I, I, I maybe be able to see where you're going from that. I think the Eminem one's kind of. Um, I think it's kind of interesting, you know. I've I've said it to you, and I feel like you know it's a potential, you know, 
<clears throat> podcast retrospective at some point down the line. You know, I th- I think Eminem's very overhated if we're, if we're having that conversation, especially now, you know, in the past couple of years and the decade that just passed. You know, you guys need to chill. We get it, you know. He's, he's had some bad... He's had a bad run, you know, but, you know... Murder Muse by wasn't that bad, you know. In my opinion, Kamikaze wasn't that bad either. You lot just focused on the, you know, shooting at Tyler, which was, as he, you know, Eminem did say, that was, I shouldn't have done that. So, you know, you've got to, resp- you've got to give credit where credit is due on that front. But yeah, um, I wouldn't say overrated. I think from a, from a, from a commercial standpoint, I do think Eminem is probably overrated in that front. Um, but... Apart from that, I don't think I don't think he's you know overrated in my definition. Um, but actually, that is my definition. Actually, my I think my definition of overrated really is pretty much like your you the um I think I I put commercial success into this conversation where funny enough as is in the underrated conversation I don't like to put it in the conversation but maybe subconsciously I do as well. Um, you know, I mentioned Master Race, I mentioned Mick Jenkins, you know, they don't, they don't chart, <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's probably a part of it subconsciously, I don't, I probably just don't like to admit it, whatever, psychoanalyzing here, but, um, you know, I kind of, in terms of overrated, and I think people do, you know, I don't know, obviously, the, pe- the reasons people pick Drake, or picked Eminem, or whatever, um, I would, I put Drake first, I, I did say, I did vote that, actually, just to say, um, my reasoning is that I just think I I value you know I value skill, which is obviously a subjective thing. I value skill and um, you know a lot of other factors, and compare that to the commercial success. And I don't think his commercial success warrants the skill that he brings or the work that he brings. I think um, you know so it's very. You know, some 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 projects are hate, some projects are not, but yet they all go number one. So you know, it's just, it's just it doesn't correlate with me on that front. So that's how I consider overrating stuff. But with that said, you know, um, it kind of goes for a lot of people. You know, the fact that Logic's here and you know he charts, the fact that J Cole's here and he charts, you know, and that Planet No features and all that stuff. Future, I definitely think is overrated personally. Um, I would agree on Travis Scott as well, to be honest. Kanye is an interesting conversation to have, uh, I guess. Tupac, I have no fucking idea, like, why are you not putting that? That's just, just blasphemous to me. Um, you know, Young Thug, Migos, sure, I get it. You know, I, I probably agree on that front. Uh, and yeah, you know, uh, I think I think this is probably the, the, the list I agree with the most. I have qualms with it, as with every other list. But, you know, I think, you know, overall, I, I understand at least uh, why people... Why people have picked uh, the people that are on the list. The commercial success thing is a massive part of both the two lists that we've just done. And I think that you're 100% right. I think people are putting artists on this list that they don't see a correlation between skill and quality and commercial success. I think that's got to be why Eminem's on here because... I mean, I know his his fan base love him and, and will die, you know, die for him. Like, they're diehard fans. And he hasn't put out great music in a while. But that's not enough to be overrated. Like, you know, just because you've got a devoted fan base. We had a passionate discussion about Drake where I just said he can't be overrated because the only realm he's rated in is commercial success. And this is a little oh, bit abstract of me to say this. 
But let me explain this. No, let me explain this. Look, no one's saying Drake is the greatest artist of all time. Oh, yes, time. they no are. No one's saying he's oh, the yes, greatest they are. rapper. There are people. Yeah, I, I know. S- small yeah. amounts. No, small, small. Look, I'm not it's saying small, it's... This is not... This is not... It's much smaller than Eminem's fan base. It's much smaller than Nicki Minaj's fan base. It's smaller than... Trust me, man. I've I dealt with these people every day. It's smaller than Ariana Grande's. Like, it's... Considering he is genuinely the biggest artist in North America... His stand base is actually quite small. And so what I think Drake has done and why I don't think he can possibly be overrated is he just knows how to chart. And that's all he does. He even said it. He said it in his own freaking words on Sandra's Rose. He's like, they want classics. That's just 10 of these. And he doesn't do that. He he knows how to make a classic. He knows what it what it is to make like r- music that's gonna people are gonna take away and be like, this is a timeless piece of music. Blah blah blah. He doesn't do that. He's never done that, and he's fully cognizant of that fact. All he does is market himself and make music that's gonna chart. That's why he dips into all these different bags. He goes and gets grime, and he goes and gets dancehall and <laughs> reggaeton and. You know, he just does all that shit because he knows it's going to chart. He doesn't, he know. he's got to know that he's not doing it anywhere near as good as everyone else. He's just commercializing it. And in my view, he can't be overrated because the only place he's overrated is by his statistical achievements in commercial success. And that's quantifiable. Like it's there on paper. Does it, am, I, am I crazy in this? Am I not making any sense? Like, the, the, you know, I'm not saying Drake makes good music. I'm not saying that. I, I love some of his music. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to go ahead and say Views is overrated because it did a million first week because I know exactly how it did a million first week. It might be a 6 out of 10 album, but, like, he, he hyped it up for two straight years. There were massive singles, massive. Hotline Bling was on that. He put a freaking video out. He knew he was going to get memed to death through that video. He knew exactly what he was doing. How can you say, I can't say Views is overrated because he just he just went out there and sold a lot of records and he knew exactly how to do that. He, he didn't try and make great music, in my view. Views, view. Am I out of pocket here? Am I crazy here? Well, that was a malfunction there. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But am I out of? Am I? Am I off base here by a long way? I understand what you're saying, right? I do. I, I do understand what you're saying. My thing is, is that as you as you know, most likely, you know, I I value the, you know, the craft the craftsmanship of it. You know, I I value that kind of thing. And when you're giving me, you know, works that have grime in it. Or, well, it's not even grime. Why do I keep saying grime? It's not fucking grime. It's not even grime. That's the thing. Like, when you have UK rap in it, or dancehall, um, or in this case, there's that a recent video that just went by with him in the Marcy Projects, which is fucking funny to look at. Um, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just, <laughs> mate, you look like a fish out of water. Like, just, like, my point is from a point of artistry, okay? Like, when I see, when we reference an Eminem project, right, the artistry I can, you know, I can absorb and I can understand it. And I can also do that for Drake. I can, you know, I I get it, right? But what I don't understand, when you connect that artistry to the, the appealability of it, subjectively, I don't understand it. 
objectively, I do. I just don't like it, <laughs> and that's all I and that's all mm. I feel about it. You know, it's it's very. I don't. It's not petty. I don't think I'm not being petty about this, but um, you know, it's just, it's just how I feel, Ben. It's just how I feel. You know, it's it's literally it. Like yeah, I'm, you, I'm being very simplistic yeah, about right. it. It's just how I feel about it. I don't feel like the music he gives. You know, while I understand why it, why it hits for a lot of people, and uh, you know, every IG, uh, every woman on IG that uh, you know posts themselves for sponsorships and then posts a Drake quote every fucking time. I get it. I get it. If it hits you, it hits you. And it's the same conversation we had last time when we did the albums. I was just like, I don't understand why you guys put, you know, because the internet is your favourite album of all time when it's not even the best Charge Gambino album of all time. But you like have a personal connection to it. I get it. It's not me. It's not for me. I And that's how I consider him overrated. I don't see... I, I listen to it and I'm just like... It's it's not it 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 don't feel it's it's very surface level to me personally. That's that's all that's all it is to me. So you know, and I, I consider that overrated. So you know, it's just that's just it. I guess because I don't have like a personal. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't know. Drake doesn't make me personally offended. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Artists do make me personally offended a lot. And and Charlie's hard drive is proof of that. There's <laughs> fucking stuff on there cut from these podcasts where. I just was personally offended and just like went off like a howitzer at everyone and we had to cut it because I'm an idiot. But with Drake, I, I don't hate his music. Like I, I think More Life is great. Uh, I thought Scorpion was great. Uh, I don't know. I just got to respect the, the grind and the, the promotion. I don't know, man. I, I understand because I think this list, the thing with this list is there's people are seeing not uh there's a disproportionate amount of commercial success to skill and i think that's why people are putting all these artists on this list i can't i gotta say everyone except tupac and what i was gonna say about tupac is that i think a lot of people from who grew up with tupac put him in the top five conversation and because it's a feeling it's an emotion he's He's more than just a lyrical, miracle, spiritual individual. Like, he, he doesn't just spit bars, crazy bars, and he doesn't have, like, giant... He does have anthems, but he doesn't have, like, massive anthems as much as, you know, some other artists you might put in that top five list. It's a feeling and an emotion, and and the way he was expressing what was going on around him, and it was resonating with people of the time, and he was a very, very essential, important voice... And I just think people who grew up didn't grow up around him and, and, and in that time are a bit confused as to why he's in the top five. And they haven't made the connection between Park and Kendrick yet because Kendrick is doing the same thing now. And not to say Kendrick is biting Tupac, not at all, but Kendrick is a spiritual... I mean, he even says it himself, like Kendrick is kind of the, the person who came after Tupac spiritually. And... That always confuses me because I'm like, you guys love Kendrick, but you don't like Tupac. I don't understand. They're, they're doing very, very similar things. So I think that's why he's in this list because people listen to him. They're like, man, this guy's not spitting that hard. So why is he in the top five? What are you talking about? He's not even top 10. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's why he's on the list. Uh, outside of that, I don't think anyone rates Logic anymore. So I don't know how he's even on this <laughs> list still. I, I assume his next album won't even go top 10 because he's just fallen off the you map. You underestimate um, logic fans, Benson. Yeah. 
Fuck, man. Future, you know, everyone knows I love Future, so that one hurt a lot. I was like, oh, I love Future. I think he was pioneering, but that's just me. Uh, Kanye West, I can understand a little bit because his last couple of albums may not have been for everyone, and he has a reputation that was built off like six or seven incredible rec- game-changing records. So maybe if you've listened to Jesus is King and Yay, you're kind of like, what? You know, why is this guy a legend? But yeah, he, he should not be on this list in my view. Uh, Migos are off. They're gone. Their last record was garbage. Their last single was boring. How do you get Young Thug and Travis Scott on a song and it's still boring? I don't know what Migos are doing anymore. Culture 3 is just going to be... Yeah, I don't know. 50 Cent? That's unfair, man. 50 Cent went on a run. He's he's a legend. Chance the Rapper had one bad album, people. We can't do this. Like, not overrated. He, he just had one bad album. He's a, he's a great artist. But, um, yeah, so that was, that was the overrated rappers list. Uh, did you have any final thoughts, or is that okay to no, sum no, it up there? No, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay, we'll go to consistent. Um... Most consistent rappers of all time, according to Twitter. Now, this one was massive. Kendrick came first with 28.4% of the votes. That's huge. That's like well over a quarter. Jay-Z was two with 9%. Drake was three. Kanye, four. Cole, five. Lil Wayne, six. Travis Scott, seven. Eminem, eight. Denzel, nine. Currency, 10. Andre, 3000. And Mac Miller were 11. And Pusha T, also 11. 14th was Earl, and 15th was Future. React. Uh, no, no, I won't react, you know. Let's, let's end the podcast right now. <laughs> We're done. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, no, um, I, 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 do, I, I think uh, the Kendrick thing is actually very fascinating, to be honest. I didn't realise it was good. Someone was good. wrote, the, the first comment on Instagram is, Twitter is fucking dumb. <laughs> wow, okay. Um <laughs> Yeah, because Instagram rap, uh, hip-hop is so fucking on point. Jesus, there's some pages on there that just, yeah, so they just chat some shit. Oh, my days. In- Instagram, hip-hop, not as g- not as good as you think, honestly. Just trust me. There's some doo on my Discover page. I see something, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Anyway, um, not to cape up for Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool. But to be honest, all social media cesspool, let's be real. <laughs> we all just like, we're all just pigs in slop. But anyway, um... Yeah, I think the Kedrick twenty eight percent is actually just a bit mad. I didn't realize it's gonna be. I knew he'd be in the uh, in the conversations. I didn't realize he'd be one a and b. Uh, <laughs> fucking the next person is at nine percent. That's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this is just a interesting conversation about like like you know obviously Jay Z. Okay. Going from Kendrick to Jay-Z is very interesting because, like, Kendrick's career has, you know, been, you know, from a serious perspective, about 10, 15 years, right? Um, Give or take. Jay-Z's obviously been way longer than that, right? And obviously has way more, way more projects than Kendrick, right? So how do you, these are the parallels, these are the polar opposites in some way, Um, like, are you going with the person that has, you know, the longevity, and has a career, and, you know, is still respected to this day, you know, uh, as, as an artist, or are you going with the, or the person, excuse me, that has just, like, a, an amazing, you know, all-time run of just, like, quality work, like Kendrick has, you know, from Section 80 onwards, it's just been quality after quality after quality, right, um, 
and obviously JG has some duds here and there. But have we just not allowed Kendrick the time to have some duds? Maybe you know, it's, it's, time will tell on that front. But that's uh, it's not about recency bias in this case. It's more about just like how do you how do you register the time factor? I think that all it, all this is like Kanye is another interesting one because obviously he had a great. <laughs> a great run at the, from beginning to like uh i guess jesus i guess and then obviously from then on it's just been a bit choppy depending on who you who you are um so and obviously that has to be factored but then again are we gonna actually let me have a look uh, to for someone who's like has there has, is there someone that's like released like you know two projects like jids on here with 11 votes consistent yeah, mm. <laughs> it's just like mm, I I no, but I get what you mean in terms of in in one Frank Ocean, yeah, Frank Ocean. What, so what an EP and two albums, like eh, I get it. I mean they're all great, you know. And in that case, he's consistent, but there's no longevity there. You know what I mean? It's 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 just, it's just how it is. And uh, you know, there's people like a tribal question here. Master Ace is actually here. Shout out. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see others live. Um, Royce, you know, that's a good shout. You know, that's, and Tupac, that's length. Roots, definitely a length. I think Roots is actually in the conversation here, to be honest. Roots, I think Roots should be top Roots five. Roots would and, be my yeah, number th- two. Yeah, that's definitely top five, honestly. Yeah, Roots would be so, second. Yeah, and you know, and obviously Easy. currency is there because he just drops every fucking month, so how it seems. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, shout so. Out. It all depends on how you see uh, the word consistency um, and just how you judge time, I guess. With Kendrick Lamar, is very interesting because uh, he has two classic albums. I don't think Damn is a classic. I think it will be in time. People will say, you know, it's an 8 out of 10. Section 80, I think, is also an 8 out of 10. So I don't... I love Kendrick. I think he's the greatest artist of our generation, maybe of this generation of rappers. But to have such a massive amount of votes 718 votes and then number two is 226 he's almost got 500 votes more than the next which is more than yeah it's it's a huge amount and to go then from then to jay-z you're right like jay-z would be my number one just by the default of consistency you know he started in 96 and he dropped an album a year until 03 and like an album a year, think about that. And they were all events. They were all event records. They were massive albums. And then to still be dropping like high quality product in 2017, 21 years after your debut, it's the same with Lil Wayne. I can't disagree with having Lil Wayne in the top five because he started in like nine, nine, eight with Hot Boys. And he's just continually put out like really pretty quality products and and you don't have to be putting out 10 out of 10 albums every album it's not possible Kanye's proven that where after years he kind of fell down a little bit I, I think Life of Pablo is a great album but it's very yeah as you say it's been a choppy a choppy run so this whole list is choppy because it goes from one artist who is just put out like a small amount but it's high quality to the next artist who's put out a large amount that's a little bit lower quality but still amazing and then it just kind of goes back and forth between those. Like Travis Scott at number seven. I don't know how we're putting Travis on here. Like, I don't know. I mean, he's had a couple of great albums, but they're not, they're not, and maybe Rodeo will be a classic, but 
And then Eminem, that was surprising to me. I, I don't know, Eminem at number eight, like, I don't know. I don't know. His last three albums have not just, they've just not lived up to the quality that he was dropping at the start of his career. So we're we just saying consistency because he's just been putting out, he's been going number one every album. So this list was weird. Andre 3000 as well hasn't put out a full length project since 06. <laughs> I about that. Yeah, he hasn't put out a full length project since 06. He's done like 17 guest verses in like 14 years. But they've all been, that's the thing. They've all been insane. So maybe that's the consistency. Every time he comes back, he drops fire. But then you go to Future, who's dropped like a million projects since 09, and they've not all been fire. They've all been, you know, around the same level of... So, yeah, it's a weird list. It's a weird list. I'm not mad at it. I would definitely have Jay-Z at number one. I would have The Roots at number two for sure. I would have The Game in there. I think The Game has dropped like really quality products since he started. Um, Royce is a great shout, when, of when course. When have you become a, such a big fan of the game all of a sudden? Like, I'm, but it's the first time I'm hearing this. You've heard, you said him twice now. I'm just like, when have you been just, such a big game fan? You know, when I became into the like the documentary 2 and 2.5, I was like, yeah, I'll check these out. And they all just fire front to back, and no one was talking about them. I'm like, why aren't we talking about this? And so I went back over his discography, and it's just... It's it's just high quality, and when I talk to people about it, they're like, "Yeah, pe- game is one of the greatest spitters," but people don't talk about him. And I think it's just his off mic attitude and things he does, like silly stuff and illegal stuff. Like I just and and when I say legal stuff, I mean like he gets into lawsuits with people and he gets into fights with people on basketball courts, and you know it's almost like it's overtaken his rap career and. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I honestly think he's incredible. Maybe I should have combined Black Thought and The Roots here. I didn't do that on this list, but if I'd combined the two, it would have put them at 35, so just below, just above currency. Maybe I should have done that. Anyway, I didn't do that because I think Black Thought is now viewed separately from The Roots as well as together. Anyway, um, Ghostface... Well, he finally dropped some work, so... Yeah, yeah. Well, he did Streams of Consciousness. Is that volume one and two? Yeah, streams so, and thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ghostface, I would have in the top 10 easily. I think his inc- career has been just insane. He just always drops quality. Same with Styles P. I would have him here. I don't even think he's on this list. E40 is someone I would 100, 1000% have in the top five. It's dropping since the 80s, and he's still dropping insane product. Like that to me, I'm marrying consistency with longevity. I'm thinking, I'm not thinking you drop three albums and they're all classics. That's consistency because you're right. I think you've got to give artists time to maybe drop a couple of duds. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm saying if you've been doing it for thirty freaking years, twenty years, and you're still dropping good product, to me that's that's consistent. So yeah, that's my thoughts on the list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. Move on to years. All right, let me get this up because I I haven't posted these yet. I just on some bullshit. It's be interesting. So yeah, number very... one was number one was twenty sixteen with twenty point nine percent of the votes. Number two was ninety six with twelve point three percent. Number three was twenty fifteen. Number four was twenty eighteen. Number five was ninety four. Number six was 2013. Number seven was 2010. Number eight was 2017. Number nine was 2012. Like, what are you doing here? Number 10 was 1999. 
Number 11 was 1995. Number 12 was 2011. Number 13 was 2014. Number 14 was 1998, which should have been very close to number one. Anyway, number 15 was the year 2000. So hang on, let's see. In the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine of the top 15 were from the 2010s. 2019... That's 25th. silly. That yeah, is too silly. many. It's too many. That's We've silly. gone too many there, guys. Come I'm on. sorry. That's that's silly. That is silly. This is we. I've met, I mentioned Reese's bias in the intro. This is what I'm referencing. This is like his. This is this is just. Come on, seven. No, seven of the ten. Seven of the top ten. Two thousands. Are you kidding me? Like we we, we did this. We did this it's, uh, at the end of the year. Like a a few a few well few months ago obviously um you know we, we we went through like you know 2010 2011 you know we were like well, these are decent years these are decent years i'm not putting them top 10 all time you lot are taking the piss you lot are taking the piss i'm sorry you sound like david brent when you said that <laughs> oh fuck you lot of jokers man 2016 2015 these are hey i'm not i'm not saying these aren't like you know these aren't great years, uh, you know. These are some decent years right here, right? Since the 2019s at 25, which is quite fascinating. Um, but guys, man, 98, 99, 95, 98's got to be up in the top three. <laughs> sure, fucking nuts. I'm not like, mad guys, at 94. Do it right like... now. Do this right now and go through the 90s that are in here and. And you have, and if you haven't heard these records, and you're like, "Oh, is this about?" Well, well, that's just a you problem in it. But Jesus, guys, come on! This, this is a, this is some recency bias bullshit right here, man. This is absolute joke. I can't even, I can't even entertain this list. This is unentertainable. This is, this is irrelevant. This list to me, I, I can't, I can't. Five hundred sixteen, twenty sixteen, three hundred four ninety six. You lot of jokers. You you lot you, you lot just joking. You lot are joking, right? That's that's all it is. Like I can't I can't entertain it. I can't take this seriously. I just can't take this seriously. I just can't. I don't know why ninety four is not above ninety six. Uh, look, this is an interesting. Recency bias completely aside. Why is ninety ninety eight all the way down? Where the hell is it? Fourteenth guys. Like listen to this freaking ninety eight was like. Ugh, bro, DMX, two albums. Snoop Dogg, that was not a great album. Lauren Hill, Miseducation. Method Man, Tycho, 2000. Jay-Z, Volume 2. Like, there's just so many insane albums from 98. I don't understand how you can't. Outcast dropped that year. Like, oh, man. 94, I can definitely understand. But I really think it should have been number two or number one. 94 was just, um, where are we? It was an incredible year. Didn't Doggy Style drop? The, oh no, Doggy Style was ninety three, wasn't it? But Illmatic dropped that year. Ready to Die, I think, dropped that year. Ah, oh, I don't know, man. Like it's two thousand sixteen was a decent year. Um, we got Tribe Called Quest. We got it from here. Uh, Chance Rapper, Coloring Book, Run the Jewels, RTJ three, which a lot of people don't like as much as two and one, but I think it's the best of the three. Uh, Black America again by Common. Kendrick mm. Lamar, Untitled Unmastered, Atrocity Exhibition by Danny Brown, uh, Anderson Pack, Malibu, Ace of Rock, Impossible Kid, 
Telephone by No Name. Like, it's a good but, year. Yeah, 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 you're wasting time because we, we know what's dropped. <laughs> we know what dropped. Yeah, because it's it the dropped. fact that, like, all these OP years have just been, like, pushed to the side for some, like, you know, decent years. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's not that these years are bad. Well, I don't, I don't want to, yeah, well, yeah, you know, but these some years are better. You know what I mean? It's it's like a, it's so funny. Like, it actually reminds me, like, I just uh, finished listening to the audiobook for George Orwell's Animal Farm. And, uh, like, there's a motif going throughout the, throughout the book where, like, they start off with the commandments, they have seven, and then it all goes down to one at the end. And it's just, and the, the, there's this bit where, like, the sheep keep talking, they, they say one particular um, rule, and they go, uh, four legs good, uh, two legs bad, you know, referencing humans being two legs. Yeah. And then at the end, <clears throat> they, go, they go at the end because the pigs who took over and like became humans basically in that in this fashion and left the animals to rot they go uh the sheep goes four legs good two legs better it's, it's that's what I'm, this is this is my conversation right here like 2010s good 90s better okay yeah. that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying with this and partly why i just can't entertain this list but full of well, we have to entertain it because it's a fucking pod and that's what we're doing. This is the point. But let me get this. 1995, right? Cuban links, liquid swords, do or die, infamous, me against the world. You tell me that's not top 10. You tell me that's not top 5. 98, Quemini, Dark and Hell is Hot, Volume 2, Heart of Life, Miseducation, Capital Punishment, Black Star, 400 Degrees. You tell me that, you tell, you tell me that ain't. You tell me that ain't better than 2011 or any any of the others? Come on. 88. 80 fucking 8. And this is on the list way down below. Straight out Compton. Follow the leader. Long live the cane. Take sanction of millions. Great mm. Adventures of Slick Rick. You're oh. telling me that ain't top 10. It's a classic year. 93. Doggy Style. Midnight Marauders. Wu-Tang. Strictly for my N-I-G-G-A-Z. You're telling me that ain't top 5. 94. I could go. Illmatic. Ready to die. Diary, Resurrection, Souls of Mischief, 93, Dolphin E, Southern, Southern Playalistic, 96, It Was Written, AT Aliens, Reasonable Doubt, The Score, All Eyes On Me, <laughs> Iron Man, Riding Dirty, come on guys, this is unentertainable, I'm sorry, like, if, if, you know what, I would put, I would, I would definitely entertain putting 2015 in the top five. Any others? I'm sorry, the rest are pretty much 90s for me personally. Like, I, 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 I don't think it should be entertained. Like, I've, if, if you want to put 2015 in there, because, you know, it was obviously Drake and Kendrick and, you know, there were others as well. I get it. That was a great year, you know, but some of these, some of these have just can't, just can't, they can't, they don't fit. They just don't fit. I'm sorry. The Reese bias here is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. It's like looking at, it's like watching one of those, um, you know, uh, house cleaning shows like from back in the day and they just show how shit the house looks and it's just like oh, oh, oh. that's all I'm doing right now that's all I'm doing I'm done I'm done what surprise appalling I, I, I agree with a lot of what you said what surprises me is that there were only a single 2000s year in the top 15 and it was the year 2000 that's interesting 2001 oh, you, you, know, you can say 2003 as well there you know there's some good news on that as well 2003 i think if i remember correctly you know 
2006. Well, no, no, 2006. Wow. I'm just referencing comments. Sorry, <laughs> that was just me. That was just me. I'm getting ahead of myself. But yeah. <laughs> what happened in What happened in 03? No, but uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know. I think man. it's like, 03. I a... think that's the year I'm thinking of. Uh, probably was. Because like, I had mean, the Black Album. Black Album, Kill um, Mike Monster. Um, maybe not 03. Black Eyed Peas, Elefunk. What a great album. Dizzy Rascal, Boy in the Corner. Uh, we, we need to talk about Black Eyed Peas one day, sorry. And by the way, just, just to say, like, yeah, we need to we talk do. about Black <laughs> Yeah, 2003, you know going... uh, Black Elm, Get Rich or Die Trying, Speaker Box, uh, Trap Music, Diplomat Community. Yeah. Jam, Aesop Rocks. 2005 is a good year cheers. as well. Actually, 2003 Motivation 101, year. Late Registration, uh, Cart 2, B, Documentary, Aforementioned, Massacre. That's 2005. You know, I'm not saying there ain't you know, great years. I'm just saying, there's some nineties years that are just untoppable. I'm sorry, like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't topple them. It's impossible. <laughs> but somehow, you you people made made it happen. I don't understand it. I'm going to do lately. Can we just, can we get over this? Can we can we can we just Wait, let me ask right? you? <laughs> let me just ask you a question. Let me just ask you a question. So those years, th- this is the thing. Like classics, classics are solidified over time, and. I always say this in my personal life. Time is like the most. Time is time is everything. Patience is power. Time will reveal all. All that shit. Are mm-hmm. these '90s years just solidified as classics because of so much time has passed? Is it unfair of us to say? And I know there's too many 2010s in here. I know that. I understand that. There's way too many. But if we had like five in the top 15 or six and then we didn't have a couple of 90s years, is it unfair for us to say just because enough time hasn't passed yet for us to understand? I, I'm thinking 2018 because that year everyone fucking dropped. Everyone dropped the Pusha T, Drake beef. Like it was massive. Yeah. And I am not mad at that being in the top five. I'm not mad at that at all. I just don't think it's had enough time to solidify in history as a great year yet. Are we being a bit unfair in that sense? Well, I think in 2018's case, I think that's more memorable, in my opinion, I think that's more memorable from a what happened standpoint in terms of just like, you know, the conversations we were having at that point and, you know, the the music themselves, eh, eh, you know what I mean? I, that's, that's just me. But I do understand where you're coming from. I think in this case, like time does good because um, in the other lists and probably the lists that we're going to go through um, especially with stuff like producers and rappers and nice um, you know time doesn't favor them on that front but for this case I guess in my opinion it fucking well should <laughs> but clearly it doesn't on that case but yes the point you were making um is you know valid and i do understand where you're coming from like for me like 2019 the year that just passed you know i keep saying it was a really good year you guys won't listen it, it, it really was a good year you just don't you just you just uh, there was no there was no top 40s no. there was some good shit i'm just saying there was some good shit and you know in 10 years i'm gonna look back at 2019 and go fuck that was good you know, I'm definitely going to do that. I could see that for myself personally. But yeah, in the conversation you're in the in the question you're alluding to, yeah, I do understand. In this case, time does um, give it some. Uh, time does benefit. Uh, but even with that said, you know, I only named a few '90s years. I didn't. I didn't name the whole decade. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some. There were some dud years on that front. And uh, but again, in that case, 
we had the time to have a look and you know and and marinate. We didn't have we don't have the time to marinate over you know twenty eighteen like you say. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I get you make you make a valid point, and in ten years, I feel like you know this would. But but even in that case, like if we did this ten years from now, it would just be oh twenty twenty five was six. It's like no, it's not better than ninety six. Like I mean, yeah, be, yeah. I, I might be still having this fucking conversation. So <laughs> it might not even matter. It might not even matter. But even in but again on the flip side of the coin, twenty fifteen will probably be in the conversation. Um, you know maybe twenty eighteen for me twenty nineteen be in the conversation. You know they 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 will be there. I'm not saying they won't, but they will be there at some point. But, you know, on the flip side, there's always going to be recency bias. And that's just my conclusion to the whole, to this whole thing. And I'm going to say it next week as well, because Jesus Christ. Oh, I haven't even seen the results for next week. And I'm just going to be pissed. They're not that bad, to be honest. They're not that bad. You'll be fine. They're not that bad. I've gone through them. It's okay. You'll be okay. You won't. It's This week was obviously. Pat my head, bro. All right. (laughs) So. Don't pat my head to go, they're going to be fine. Don't you worry. Here's a biscuit. No, stop it. It's, I don't, I'm going to have something to say. I'm, I don't know. Okay. All right, do you? Do you? Do you? But yeah, that's, that's me. That's me. I'm, 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 I'm done. But a good, good point you put forward. That's actually a worthy point to talk about. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I think that was, uh, that was interesting. That was very interesting. <sighs> All right. Good. Good, good, good. Do you have a light night all? Uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Pop Smoke. It's been another challenging week waking up and finding out another rapper has passed and I guess trying to get your head around why this keeps happening and a couple of people actually reached out to me from different publications and then asking like why I think that this continues to happen. I don't think it's any, like they say, what's going on? Like a rapper's rapping more violent, like, you know, they these people have no idea about hip hop, and that's why they're reaching out to me to try and understand what the hell is going on. I am like, I, I'm not the person you should be reaching out to. Firstly, you should be reaching out to someone who actually is in the culture and living in America, and you know, uh, is in these communities. I, but, but for me, it just seems to me like we have so much more access to artists now, and it's there's so few barriers to entry into hip hop, and there's so there just is more artists on our on our radar. More music's coming out. We're getting able to listen to more music. In the old days, you had to pay $19 for an album. Now you could listen to 40 albums in a weekend for free, basically. I just think we know more artists now, and I don't know what the murder rates are in these places where these, these rappers are passing. I don't know if they've increased or decreased, but it would not surprise me if we're just now being exposed to the violence that is being, you know, that is, that is plaguing these communities. And now we're seeing it on a world stage and now uh, it's just fucking awful, man. It's really awful. And the conversation around it has been pretty shitty too. Like I'm just so fed up with people saying, Oh, well, I listened to a pop smoke song and he talks about guns three times. So, you know, what did you think was going to happen? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up up shut up right now take your fucking ball and go home and don't engage in this fucking conversation any further because you've probably got even less knowledge than me and i'm nowhere near knowledgeable enough to speak on it so shut up and fuck off i'm just really i don't like that i I just hate it when people say that um and i watched the sean c video 
and he speaks very eloquently about it and he actually just sees the big picture like he doesn't get bogged down in the details and i respect that and um he even said himself like social media is not the place to have these conversations about this kind of activity and these things that are happening but it's just sad man it's just really sad another another young rapper passing is just um it's really rough man and rest in peace to pop smoke and condolences to his family and friends and his fans and uh, it's, it's i can't we can't keep waking up and, and hearing about this shit it's just really fucking challenging yeah well said um i've not much to put on that to be honest um i think uh well one thing i will say is that of all of all the things i i saw in terms of people reacting uh the one uh, word i actually uh was very surprised to a hear from well and well yeah a hear from and b actually drop some gem uh was blue face of all people um i, oh, I just yeah, i just ran across it and he gave some uh he gave some good words on just like the realities of you know uh i guess fame and especially being la um i think he dropped some jewels on that and uh you know it's very and it does and it does really show that you know um for how connected we can be you know me and ben are talking literally i don't even know how this is a bit of a side note not to not to uh, uh dim the mood or anything but like i, I just want to know how far it actually is from london to uh, uh london to uh, sydney i've never actually done it before but um yeah it's 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 you know the fact that we're talking now is one thing Ten ten thousand uh, five hundred fifty three miles that's crazy but um yeah, it's you know the fact that we're talking now is something, and I could talk to someone from LA, but I'm not gonna understand someone's LA life unless I'm there, and there for not just there, there for an extended period of time. You know what I mean? So I, I never, I, I never try to, um, you know, there's no, there's no point trying in acting like you know, knowing how it went down or you know, why it went down or whatever, or just like, you know, how dangerous something is, you know, and people do, uh, I don't know, you know what, I was going to, I was going to get in a bag, but I'm just not going to, because there's no point, and, uh, you know, I'm I'm sacrificing time for no reason, but um, just to say, you know, don't believe everything you read, let's just say that, let's just end it there. Well, the, the, you made a salient point about Blueface, like, that's what frustrated me when people messaging me and saying you know from genuine fucking big publications and asking for my thoughts on it i was like don't ask me for my thoughts that's stupid ask someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about for their thoughts and Blueface is an example where he's come out and he's given us some genuine thoughts on what actually happened this is a person with genuine experience in this situation these are the people we should be listening to i'd there's no conversation on Twitter to be had for most of us. We don't know what we're talking about. Exactly. Like how can yeah, we? Yeah. How, yeah exactly. what, what are we going to say? How can we yeah, say exactly. anything? I can't. Fact, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know what's going on in that Fact. situation. All I know yeah. is that I'm. It's sad. Yeah. So. Fact. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. that's right. Yeah. Death is death. You know, we can we all know we all know that. And I I just um I I always keep it moving on on some most of the, try to keep moving on most uh, most fronts on that topic. But yeah. You know, just because we have, just because we have a mouthpiece online, yeah, we have to use it all the time in don't, every don't, situation. Don't mean, yeah, don't mean that you're the 
authority in any fashion to anybody. You know what I mean? Just because so, you got uh, Google doesn't mean you know what yeah. the fuck's going on. So just relax. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shot into there. This has been Digging Digits. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. I've been Chaito of the Fifth Element. I've been Ben Carter of Hip Hop Numbers. And we hope you all have a good week. We shall always try and do the same. And we'll <laughs> join us again for more reasonably bias. But until the next time, take it easy, ladies and gentlemen. Alright, peace. Digging in the Digits is produced by me and Ben Carter. The show is presented by me. Music for this show is Peace and Video Games by Bonus Points. Thanks to Chill Hop Records for the ability to use. Socials with Fulfillment, Hip Hop by Numbers, Bonus Points, and Chill Hop Records will be in the description wherever you're listening. This has been a Fulfillment Podcast Network and Hip Hop by Numbers collaboration. Thanks for spending time with us. We shall see you next time. I'll dig it in the digits.